0: Greetings. I'm Carmen lave Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke. At this year's World Stroke Congress in Brasilia, we were lucky enough to bump into Gabrielle de Weber, who is a paediatric neurologist at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto. I'm Gabrielle de Weber, and I'm a paediatric neurologist at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto, and um, I am uh, focused on paediatric stroke, which I've been studying for 20 years. Uh, beginning with a Canadian national registry, which was 16 centres, and in which we enrolled uh, 1,500 infants and children over a 10-year period from 1992 to 2002. Um, and then we did follow-ups on them and uh, published initially the sinovenous thrombosis data in the New England Journal of Medicine, which was nice, I think because synovenous thrombosis is very common in childhood, and so to be able to get that many patients together, this was the days before Jose Farrow did his really lovely international stroke um, study with synovenous thrombosis. Um, And so at the same time as doing that work in the Canadian registry, um, we developed a pediatric stroke program in the hospital. And began a stroke clinic, which was initially once every three months, and then once a month, and then now it's once a week, about 21 children per clinic. And then um, we, we developed an inpatient uh, consult program, and initially that was fairly small numbers, and now our average is about three new strokes per week, either in the neonatal ICU, which is where about one in four of our strokes occur or um, in the cardiac ICU following procedures or across the hospital. About half of our children arrive to the emergency room previously healthy uh, with perhaps a small infection, the flu, the cold, um, maybe dehydration associated with that. Mm-hmm. So with those patients, we now have over 650 of our own patients in Toronto And the first newborns that we enrolled in our stroke clinic studies have graduated and are now in university. And it's been sad to say goodbye to them, (laughs) but really wonderful to watch how well many of them have done, despite significant hemiparesis in some cases. Um, So in 2003, um, other colleagues across uh, the world and myself, who had become friends over the years because we're interested together in this, especially Fenella Kirkham in London, uh, UK. She essentially started her work on stroke the same year I did in 1992. So together with a couple of people in the United States, Donna Ferrero, Steve Ashwall, and um, a couple of others, we decided to pool our patients from our own hospitals. And that was going to be a nine-centre study. With 11 investigators and the Hospital for Sick Children, because we're a Canadian institution and they have fairly wealthy um, budgets, we're able to provide a full web based data entry database system for free for me as a scientist there. And that enabled us to um, start collecting information. And then we invited um, other people in, and we made a large call for anybody out there who's interested in childhood stroke. Over the 10 years, we've gone to about 260 investigators, um, representing 42 countries. And of those um, enrolling centers, we have... Um, about 3,500 infants and children that have been enrolled since January of 2003. Um, We initially locked the database in uh, 2007, and at that point, with the first 1,200 infants and children, we produced uh, 10 manuscripts on ages, um, gender, for example, finding a male predominance in every subtype of stroke, um, we then published subgroups uh, of patients, such as newborn arterial stroke, distinct from childhood arterial stroke, and then the same with sinovenous thrombosis. And then papers came out more on the subtypes of risk factors for child stroke, so arteriopathy, we did a paper on that. Then we did a paper on cardiac disorders underlying childhood stroke. So it's been a very rich data set. And um, since 2007, when we locked that database, we have now um, acquired data on another um, 1,700 infants and children. So with the new uh, 3,500 cases we are approaching the end of our 10th year or the beginning of our 10th year at which point we're going to lock the database again and uh, do the next round of papers one of the things that's happened um, over the years is that across the international pediatric stroke study people with like interests have found each other so we have a very active neonatal stroke group and they've been charged now with giving us an updated case record form that's devoted only to newborns instead of our old generic form, which included data on all patients. Same for cardiac, same for arteriopathy. We have also got some basic lab pediatric stroke uh, folks, and they've formed together to look at directions in basic research. So it's very much uh, an intellectual and um, um, a very vigorous, passionate group of investigators, the best part of this has been for me meeting people from all over the world. So at this meeting where we have um, the opportunity to meet people from South America, we hosted um, at 11 o'clock today an international pediatric stroke study information meeting. And we had uh, six people from Brazil, pediatric neurologists, and we had one from Argentina and we had five from Chile. And um, and so I've been encouraging them and they've become friendly with each other. They started to move closer to each other at the tables and started to exchange emails and and the hope is that they'll then develop a South American pediatric stroke network, which will always, if they want to, be part of the IPSS. And so why people join is, is really because it's voluntary, it's unfunded. Um, it's for the opportunity to really share a passion. And to um, have other colleagues that they can talk to children about with, uh, sorry, talk about with cases uh, that are difficult. So we have emails frequently coming through the IPSS. And I have a difficult case in Turkey, and it's a child with this, and, you know, images might be sent by the the web. So that's been good. Um, What they get back is they get their database back. So we bundle it and return it to them, and they can analyze and present on it whenever they want. And they get authorship opportunity, as well as the opportunity to propose sub-studies on our data set. So our executive committee and our publications committee help vet those proposals and determine what makes sense. Um, In the last five years, this last um, five years has been really gratifying in terms of funded grants. So we have had four funded grants, three from the NIH and one from an epilepsy foundation in the United States. And um, these are large, multi-center grants that run through the IPSS. So it's a very um, good deal, if you like, for the funding agencies because the database is there, the enrolling network is there, the feasibility data is there, so they can see that you can enroll it. And the academic credentials are there with our um, high-level publications. So Uh, We were successful getting funding for one study that's halfway through that I run with a colleague in the U.S., Heather Fullerton, and that's called the Vascular Effects of Infection in Pediatric Stroke. And we're seeing that uh, infection is much more common in children with stroke than normal children. And we're looking for whether arteriopathy is the causal pathway for those infections. So we have cases of children with stroke with arteriopathy and without arteriopathy and then we have normal control children and we have biomarkers for inflammation and infection that are going to Columbia University in our laboratory core and CDs burned with all of the brain and vascular imaging studies are going to the United to UCSF where the radiology core is and we're the data core at Sikiz. Um, The most recent study to be funded is the thrombolysis in pediatric stroke study, and this is a safety and dose-finding study where dose escalation across uh, three-dose tiers will occur, um, and this is expected to enroll anywhere between 24 to 36 children within 4.5 hours of stroke onset with MRI evidence of true diffusion-weighted stroke to avoid the problem of stroke mimics, which are present in 30% of children that look just like they've had stroke. And there has to be an occlusion in the artery in order to get the TPA. Um, There's a pharmacokinetic study that's being run out of that study in Memphis, Tennessee. And um, there's a neuroimaging core for that one, which will be located in Boston. And we have uh, patients enrolled, one of our largest centers is Melbourne, Australia. For non-North American centers, they would be close to the same numbers as uh, Santiago, Chile. So over 200 patients per center. And um, Mark has been very, Mark Mackey, who's the Australian, has been very, very active in the IPSS. He's really helped shape many of our uh, directions. And he's very active on the executive committee right now with us. So we meet three times a year, twice a year at the standard meetings. Child Neurology Society and International Stroke Conference in February, and then the third meeting is um, ad hoc. It might take place at the International Child Neurology Association, where we can uh, where we host meetings and, and get more collaborators. So that's really where we are at now. It's a really exciting time, and um, you know, as one of the older guards, I'm you know very happy to see all the young energy and um, brains that have come into this field and, and to watch as the evidence base has grown from initially 15 or 20 manuscripts on childhood Scrope in the 50s and 60s per decade and now over 1,200 manuscripts in, in the 2000s. So I think we're hitting a very exciting time very much shaped by what has come before us which is the adult stroke research um, enterprise and really by working closely with the adults we've been able to uh, carefully extrapolate down to childhood those uh, those treatments that might make sense because to date there is not a single randomized controlled trial in childhood stroke addressing aspirin, anticoagulation or, or any other form of clot busting. So that's the next uh, stage, I think, is clinical trials and are imminent. And I think we'll be, in the next five years, we'll be running a first international clinical trial to test antithrombotic therapy strategies in children. All right. Thanks for speaking to us. You're welcome. You've been listening to a podcast interview with Dr. Gabrielle DeVerva, Pediatric neurologist at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication for the World Stroke Organization. Please consider becoming a member.